Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. The opinions expressed on this show are not the opinions of Radio Free Brooklyn and are often not the opinions of the people expressing them. We just say shit. You are listening to Dunn's on the Storytelling Show. In the studio today, we have Alon Danziger. And if you want to call in, it's 718-928-9732. Again, that's 718-928-9732. Catherine Dunn is late yet again, but I found this really, really, really like New Yorker guy outside the studio. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know the way you said Brooklyn. What? You said it wrong. You're not from New York. Uh, Okay. I know. I, uh, yeah, well, I'm not from New York, but that also was just a stutter, basically. I stuttered a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, uh, a lot of people think that New York is where a lot of black, and that's not true. Uh, I don't actually, I, I, you know, I was talking about this earlier with somebody, and I don't, I've never heard that before, that New Yorkers were black. That's yeah, not a thing that I've heard. I don't think I've ever seen a movie where Runaway they, Bride. You watched one? No, I was watching it with my girlfriend. Okay. It just doesn't seem like a thing that would go with you. No, she's not from New York, you know? She acts like she's from New York, you know? I tell her, you know, you just don't know. You just don't know. You're not from here. It's just weirdly pretentious. Um, What are you talking about? No, no. You don't know. I. Okay, fine. Whatever. You don't know. You don't know. You're not from here. You don't know. I'm telling you. Okay, whatever. Shut up. What's your name? uh, What's your name? Greg. Greg, you don't know. Okay. You anyway. don't know. You don't know New York. You, 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 you haven't seen it. You haven't lived here. You know, Greenpoint, they used to be junkies. I know that. Okay. Now it's luxury condos. Okay, who cares? Um, I care because okay. I'm from New York. You know that like in 20 years, uh, Greenpoint will be something different than it is now. And someone could be like, oh, you know, Gr- Greenpoint used to be full of hipsters and... And, and junkies. And then, and then the the coffee shops with the artisanal beers. I'm I'm just saying that New York is constantly changing, and, and it always craft. has been. So there's no, you're what you're describing is not a unique thing to you. No, it is. No, you don't know. You Whatever. don't know. You weren't here. You don't know. It's just really pretentious, is what it is. It's that's not a really thing. a thing. It's not pretentious. It, no, it's definitely pretentious. Uh, but okay. No. Wait, so, I want to start this from the beginning. I wait, love wait, this I, fucking song. So the song you chose I love this fucking song. is New York, New York. I thought that New Yorkers got tired of the song a long yeah, time ago. This is, like, this is like the song that a tourist I person goes to. I fucking love Sinatra, though. I mean, Sinatra's I wonderful. I love Sinatra. But it's not surprising. But what all I'm saying is... What are you saying? That, I'm like a stereotype? I'm pretty sure most of our hosts are stereotypes. Go fuck yourself. Uh, okay, um... But in general, I would say that this song is the song that a tourist asks for karaoke because they're in New York. No, let me tell you, my, I'm an FDNY guy. All right. We love this fucking song. Uh, we love this. We love Frank and we love this song. Okay. Well, I mean, and I get it. I mean, it's a good song. And we're from here. Okay. We're from here. I'm sorry. that Born and bred. Sure. Born and bred. So you're ignorant to other places with what you're saying. I don't need to go somewhere else to know I don't like it. Okay. Sure. Why are you so quiet? You from here? You could say that. No, you're not. You're not from here. I appreciate this song. Yeah. Let's all yeah, we're just gonna it. we're gonna stop and listen to the blue eyes. These little town Awesome. Wizards in the studio, uh, slide it. Yeah. Hello. Elsa. Yeah, joining us in the studio is Elsa. How are you? Make 
I'm from New York. My name is Joey. I'm five. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm sorry. Don't be. Don't be. You came at a great time. We're playing my favorite fucking song right now. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Oh, it's Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah, Sinatra. I fucking love Frank. I just don't... I just think that, like, if you're, like, that true New Yorker, you're tired of the song, right? No. You know, they don't play it as much as you think. Yeah, they don't. It's, um, it's Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's I also like that one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I forgot about that song. It's a good one. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's the city that never sleeps. Better slip you an Ambien. I take that, like, all the time. With I'm on Ambien? it right now. Yeah. You're on Ambien right now? Yeah. I could do chores on that shit. <laughs> and I do. But you do chores on it. Is that so you don't remember the chores? Yeah. Well, who wants to fucking remember chores? Oh, I was just checking. Oh, well, it was a logical question. I just oh, my God. It. Right now, I'm just picturing gorgeous legs. Gorgeous legs. My favorite legs. fucking part of this song is the leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is this song you associated with people kicking? Yeah. Oh, so you like, how do you not? Yeah, what do you I definitely don't. I not this part specifically. Part. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Bah! Da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happens here, though. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a, a shimmy, weird... Shimmy. Shimmy. <laughs> shimmy out. That's what I would do. Think, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that All I did... I didn't do this, but um, ah, a conservatory I did a good. program with did uh, like a tap routine to this song. A tap routine? What? How do you tap to this? I, I didn't. You could tap to anything. You yeah, really. Yeah, well, I guess that's tap true. Tap that, get on the floor, tap that. I want to tap to that. What? What is that song? What are you singing? The song where they say smack that. that yeah, no. smack that. But, but it's, 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 it's the, the Savion Glover version. Tap that. The what? The who? I don't uh, get that tap. joke. Explain it to me later. It'll be funny. I'll get it. Yeah. All right. This is great. So yesterday was 420. Who Who celebrated? Of course. Yep. Yeah. Who celebrated 420 today, though? Of yep. course. Right? <laughs> so what's, and who celebrated so, 420 on the 19th? Of course. Right? So what's it's the point of 420 holiday. if you just always celebrate you it? Just what's the difference? More. I mean, I'm black every month, but there's like a special month for it as well. Boom. I don't I don't know Fuck if that's the same. That. Like, one is more... I mean, just, it's, it's just a, a day you appreciate and think about it a little more and... You feel connected with other people. I, I don't know. In general, I think that I most mean, people like I know that's not Christian every day, and then there's like Christmas. Easter and Christmas. Yes. Isn't there, isn't there a national? But they do different fill in the blank on those days. There's like, a, there's like a national fill in the blank day for every day of the year. Yeah, there's but like, there was always a 420. How long has there been a 424? Okay. Ever since there's been a calendar. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, at some point they were the like, Romans. "Hey, know what? For, no, hey guys, know what 420 is? It's the cop thing for when you get arrested for weed." Then at that point, that's when it became a holiday, right? Like, no, nah, it's not actually true. Know. though. It is. What is it? And I think that's the fun about it is this is a lot of urban myth and a lot of. Oh, I actually stories. don't know. What is the actual reason? There's a lot of different yeah. stories. There's so many origin stories. It's yeah. more like a Batman with an altiverse. So in other words, it's just, just someone got your, high and forgot. Pick your favorite. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not a cop thing. I can tell you about the MNY. Yeah, it's not a fucking yeah. cop. Yeah. And what is the point? Yeah, there's not. It's, some people say it's definitely not a cop thing, and like I think the county where it, or, that, that rumor originated yeah, from. Yeah, California, so like, right? Said it's not. 
there's not a code for that or if yeah. it is it's not yeah. 420 i mean yeah, i don't like sense. the origins are not in new york but i will tell you that i've heard <laughs> that these people in california were like yo 420 after school let's get high yeah it's like the time they met after school to get or, high after getting high again this is school. dumb uh i think that you, you just it's just the whole just a special not, day yeah but you what's special about high. it you're just smoking pot right like that's not different than normal sometimes On christmas, you're, so you're describing sometimes, christmas christmas you do things sometimes like there's no like there's no pot tree. There's a lot of fun things you can do on 420. I know a friend yesterday did a 420 cruise. Boom. How okay. about wow, that? Wow, that'd be... They did like... It's like a cruise. They got on the boat and smoked weed on the boat. You know what's better than being on a boat? Being high on a boat. Yeah. I, I can't being front high on, that. on a boat. Yeah. I, I know people I mean, who I, go to I infused... Got, yeah, I got, I got with friends and we, we had some like pot brownies. Like I don't do edibles all the time. See? So, and we had dabs. Special I don't location. do dabs all the time. Yeah. Treats. All right. Yeah, I'm not allowed to smoke because of the FDNI, whatever. But I know a lot of the guys they went to an infused uh, supper. Yeah, infused supper. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Had, I had some like infused barbecue sauce a while ago. Like the, all the food was regular, but the sauce you could dip everything in was, and then you could choose how stoned you got through. Oh how much, God, how much sauce you? put I on couldn't the food. stop though. I love sauce. I love sauce. Fucking too. love. I was sriracha. like, I was like, the sauce is actually popping without me even knowing there's pot in it. I'm like, this is just a really, really good sauce. Variety just sounds so overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, I've got a new bit about it where it's like, I'm, it, weed's moving a little too fast. Yeah, it you is. You know, like the dabs. Like, I, I like the dabs, but you also have to use a blowtorch with it. And it's just like, wait, what? I, yeah, it's I should never be with light of, fluid. I guess I'm thinking of tinctures. What are dabs? Nah, dabs is like this weird oily okay, thing. Okay, so it's like a like a waxy, oily thing, right? And then you take a blowtorch and then you heat up this the little cup that you put it mm. in. And then it goes into the cup and melts. And then you got, but you got to use a blowtorch uh, for it. You know, if and I'm going to be. it's made with like fluids from a lighter. If I'm going to be using fire uh, with weed intake i'm just gonna do it the old-fashioned way that right. sounds way should, too high i should never be stoned with the blowtorch right? nah, and nah, then nah. my friend was like no you don't have to I, I, it's like i'll forget being stoned i wouldn't use a blowtorch with me sober no, you're you're basically free basing pot right yeah and i'm like that's maybe too much yeah i don't know not it's far it's too much far. in my day Although you would I get a fucking like, dime bag i do like smoking. the dabs though i do like yeah. it i just can't do it myself it's like my friend was like you well, you don't have to hold the blowtorch. You let someone else do it. And I was like, you know what? I trust less than me with a blowtorch. Someone else. Someone else with a blowtorch. Yeah. <laughs> someone else. Fucking no. I don't need to do a blowtorch yeah. situation. I got a friend. He shows me the dabs. It's great. The dabs are great. I just. But you know, another thing, though, I've the other thing I just recently figured out, though, is you can take the dab, warm it a little in your hand. Yeah. Roll it into like a little Play-Doh snake. Ooh. And then lay that into the joint or into the blunt. Wait, you could smoke a joint of this? Yes, you could just lay it. But you gotta, I mean, you gotta have weed. Wow. And just lay it into that. That I did not know. Right. Arts and crafts. I just learned something. You just warm it with your hand because it's like a little hard, like, um, I describe it like the Jolly Rancher. Hmm. Interesting. It's so with the same consistency, consistency, rather? Right. You sort of break it off a little piece and then you, when you superheat that thing with the blowtorch, it melts. Yeah, and that's the, that's what happens. But you can just warm it in your hand. I just warmed it in my hand, like a little Play-Doh. This thing. is a lot of work. I got for someone a with a simple high. It's not a simple it's high. Not a simple high. No, it's like heroin. It's like weed crack. Yeah. What? <laughs> no. No. Enough you, of that. You not dabbed? You didn't dab? You haven't dabbed yet? Never. No. It's, it's still weed week. It's four twenty weekend. I always know when they're gonna do the random test so I could get high at certain times strategically. Strategically. Yeah. See, that yeah. would throw. I probably me off. shouldn't have said that. 
Yeah, you're on. You're on the air. Oh fuck! We're not just talking. You, no, we're. You're. There's a microphone in front of you. Oh, you shit. normally. T- you're. If you're in the fire department, don't you? Do you normally have a microphone yeah, in your face? Yeah. To Why? talk to the boys, tell them where to go. Sometimes. So are you like a uh, dispatcher? Yeah. I'm not gonna say don't, too much about what I do. Too much now. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you said too much. Yeah, but I maybe I am. Name. I don't even know your name. Yeah, it was Joey. Oh shit! You've already said it. It's too late anyway. Oh, fuck this. Um, all right. It's Joey something else. Switch subjects. Switch topics. Yeah. 718-928-9732 if you want to call. Uh, fucking do it. Why not? I'm going to press the button and see what happens. Let's uh, see what happens. Yeah, we had a lot of callers last week. Yeah, uh, I heard. You heard? Nah, I made it up. I just tried to act like I know things. I was going to say, like, are you oh, one of our eight callers? One of our eight. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm going to mansplain it to you. Something uh, you know better than I do. Let me explain wait, it. Wait, what? Whatever. So do you want to talk about the first time you got high? Do I want to? Yeah. I, I mean, sure. Did you want? Do you want to say one thing? I'll, I can start. Mm-hmm. I can start what, off. I I remember the first time I I the first time I smoked, I didn't get high. It was this, like the second or third time, and I was by myself. So that was. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait the terrifying. first time you got high, you were alone. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So the, the first two, you, you, the second, the first time, couple of times didn't. So you kept so, on trying. Well, yeah, because it looked fun, and because it didn't, because it, I was like, oh, that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think, I thought people were kind of putting on. So when the first two times I didn't actually like get high, get high, I was just like, either a, I'm not doing it right. <laughs> B, it's not really a thing. So when I like did it the third or so time, and I was by myself. I got really stoned and I was alone and that was, it wasn't scary. It was just like, oh, that was exciting. I mean, okay. The week prior, I was at a sleepover at a friend of mine's house and I broke her mom's like ceiling fan. How did you How? break the ceiling fan? We were having a pillow fight. We were like teens. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were like, you know, teen sleepover. We were having a pillow fight. Pillow went too high. Ooh. Popped the ceiling fan. Busted the ceiling <laughs> fan. I had a little teenager job. So I promised to her mom I'd pay it back. Right? What was it? I worked at Dairy Queen. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I worked at, worked at fucking Dairy yeah, Queen. Yeah, hand them blizzards upside down. Yeah, hand them blizzards out upside down. It was yeah. nice. It was on the beach, too. You got the, the, the mozzarella this? sticks, right? The little ones? Um, yeah, we had the grill. you guys? Fucking yeah, love was, that shit. Um, it was, it was, on, it was in, in Norfolk, Virginia Beach area, and I was on the, on the beach. Our, our, our Dairy Queen was on the beach. It was a nice little summer job. So I says, I promised to pay the money, uh, pay for it, right? And I know her mom like smokes pot, and we were just experimenting, me and my friends at the time or whatever. Was so it hers? It was her mom's. Nice. Yeah. So I go over there to bring the money back there, and there was some guy at the house actually, and they weren't home. And he was like, "Oh, I'm house sitting the house or whatever. Come in because it was about to storm too, right? And by the time I got over there, big storm. He was like, "Just come in and." ride the storm out or whatever and i was like i've never met this guy so i was a little freaked out so i just went in the bedroom right because i'm like just in case he's weirdo right and while i was sitting there in the bedroom i found her like weed stash and i was just like oh i've smoked weed before so while the storm blows over i'll smoke some of her weed right and i was by myself <laughs> got really stoned and suddenly i was like this guy's gonna rape me like i don't know like <laughs> Oh my god! Like paranoia said he was perfectly fine. There. Like he offered me food and like offered me, but I was just like, the food's poisoned. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no one, no one knows this guy's here. Like I don't care what he says. I know he's not house sitting the house. I'm like, no, he's a rapist. Like so, so I left. Right? Like I don't know. I was high and paranoid. I freaked out and left. And I'm walking home in this like downpour. You know, like and. 
that's when I felt like my body disconnect from my body. Oh God. Like I felt myself walking. I knew I was walking, but it felt like a video game. Like I was making myself walk like left foot, right foot, left foot, right. And the rain felt really weird on me or whatever. I don't know. But then I got home and me and my mom polished brass for a while. Literally. <laughs> I was it's re- not like an expression for talked. No. Did, did, did she know that you were high? I don't know if she did or she didn't, but I came home. She knows you high. She fucking asked you to polish brass. That's the highest shit you could do. <laughs> she helped me get out of my wet clothes. And then we sat down and, and polished her brass bric-a-brac. Had like, you polished brass bric-a-brac before? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now nah, she knew you were high. We, she had like the brasso and we just polished breath and then I took a nap. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, my, my story is actually. My s- thing just went off. I heard people getting high. Wait. I'm here. Catherine? Yeah. Wow. This is the earliest you've been here. It's only 17 minutes into the show. Yeah. No, I, my thing went off. What thing? The, the thing inside me that says when people are either getting high or talking about getting high. Uh, oh, and yeah. then we lost the, the New York accent. No, he's here. <laughs> yeah, breaking suspension of disbelief. No, nah, uh, I'm still here. I'm okay, still yeah. Here. Uh, Don't worry. Now uh, there's five people in the room. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say though, my my story is actually kind of similar to you, Elsa's. Um, only in that, um, when I was high, it was me walking back home from where I was before in the snow, not mm. snowing, but like in like pure. Upstate New York snow bank. Uh, I, I grew up in Woodstock, New York. Oh, so it's that pure, undriven snow. It, it was February. <laughs> I think it, that's a metaphor for your people. It pure, was, undriven snow. <laughs> you got no motivation. This was. And you're all pretty white, actually. February <laughs> of 1999. Oh, you know the date and time. I, I do know this. I do know exactly. this. The reason why I know the date is because it was somebody else's birthday, and it was her birthday weekend. So the birthday weekend started off with like, uh, or the, the night started off uh, at a show. It was like a bunch of bands that were playing in Woodstock, uh, like downtown, like uh, in the middle of town. And there was an after party. And the after party was not at the girl who was having the Sweet 16, but rather her best friend who lived really close to me. So I went to this party. This was probably one of the first times as a kid who was going to a school like an hour, hour and a half away mm-hmm. from Woodstock that I was getting a chance to spend time with and go cool to like kids. go to a party with kids who were more local, uh, effectively. The cool kids. Now, just, just say you were wet. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you, you're, just admit it. Just you, admit you, it. You, you may think you're foreshadowing, but the kid, but, I mean, and they were cool. They were cool. They were, they were, we, we were all theater kids, right? We were oh, mostly all yeah. theater kids. So not cool. only so there were no cool kids. No cool kids. Not only were we theater kids, but uh-huh. collectively we. Uh, I used to do stage crew. I'll tell you the theater girls. They were fucking odd. I was the odd dirty person. Dirty bitches. Good, good, dirty. Bad, not bad, dirty. <laughs> I was the odd person out at this party because everybody else at this party, of whom like me were theater nerds, did live action role playing. Oh, oh, so they're LARPing LARPers. nerds. Yes. Whoa, wow. That's a whole wow. level of So they're, the, they're, wow. Like, they're like the costume jack people. Like they like make costumes and stuff. Did you say costume jack? They'll yeah. make costumes. They'll make <laughs> weapons. They'll make characters. They sure, sure. They create sure, worlds sure. and do and act it in person. Sure. I want to sure. do that so bad. Uh, you want to LARP? So, I want to LARP. I, mean, I didn't know about I'm it. I'm 100% against it. I'm just saying it can't be like my lifestyle. No. But it does look 
fun. I, I, would, my, I would rock out for a weekend. Yeah. Dude. Like, fuck to the yeah. Like, my, next 420. Let's LARP. Let's LARP. Yeah. Let's get stoned as yeah. fucking LARP. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Yeah. That, yeah, that's not a normal LARP, the lightning bolt thing. That's not a normal thing. No, no, no. Wait, so my, wait, bolt wait I'm sorry. Wait, wait. We it's have a, a LARP aficionado. Yeah. My, I used to live with, my roommate used to LARP when I lived in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, he was more hardcore than I am. <laughs> yeah. I played. I, I just, just played. I just played. Just I rolled dice. I don't know. Oh. Uh, um, no, but he basically, he, he, you make these foam weapons, mm-hmm. like really complicated foam weapons that are like, that I'm sure do hurt when you're hit with them. And you just like, you get in most LARP, you get into like a costume, like armor and stuff. And then you have like rules and then there's a war and there is spells, but you're not, but that, that, that spells. Famous, yeah. Yeah. There's spells. But you, only, but you can only do it like once. Yeah, that, <laughs> that that video of that guy throwing balls and saying lightning bolt is like the stereotype of yeah, warping, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah. really not like that. No, as no, far no, as not, it's what, like way not more one sophisticated. Bit. Completely, yeah. no, it's completely. Actually, actually, they like even practice make like sword tools. play for um, being good at larping. No, not connected to the story, but I had the privilege. I had the privilege of um, getting to be a counselor at a camp that uh, infused oh, with their summer program. I got to. Uh, do a little bit of the LARPing because uh, it was uh, brought as a part of the curriculum for the summer program. So I got to like create a character and like, carry a Wait sword. Wait a minute, you went to a school where LARPing was part of the curriculum? This wasn't a school, Joey. <laughs> it was a part of the camp, summer camp program. The only time I ever was a counselor and like I got a chance to bond with the kids as like, you know, on this like imaginary adventure. It, not not connected to the story. Here I am though, back back to being 16 and being this uh, more or less, sort of novice partier. I, you know, was going to school parties, but my experience was maybe just like having one beer, staying up all night, just because I knew, fearful that I would, if I tried to go to sleep, I would have marker on me. So I was that weird kid who would not really drink much, wasn't smoking at that point in ninth grade. In tenth grade, for a little bit, going to these parties and just like trying to stay up. When I was thirteen, so before. Not- before you smoked pot, you were already paranoid. Yes. Uh-huh. So fast forward to February of 99, and I'm at my friend Jacob's house, and we're all like, you know, hanging out, and I'm getting a chance to meet all these really cool, awesome people, aging, you know, ranged from, you know, high school to like, early, you know, early college, and, you know, there's like new women, girls there that I'm like, I'm like, you know, having crushes on and being like, oh my God, I'm at a party and I'm like having contractions and I'm having like <laughs> m- meaningful discussions with people and I'm smoking weed for the first time. And it got weird. No, it didn't <laughs> get weird. I, I did have like eventually uh, a lasting, uh, uh, what's the word, I guess, uh, friendship or uh, an acquaintance with a musician who uh, was birthed out of this whole group and she... Uh, was friends with the girl whose birthday it was. So other than that, like most of these folks I had done plays with, like, uh, you know, Charlie Brown, Sound of Music, like I was doing acting with all these kids, but I was never actually (laughs) partying with them. So that was kind of cool. And I remember at one point in the night, I'm pretty much one of the only people who's up. I have managed to smoke myself to such a degree, to such a, a stoned level that I am awake and I'm watching the sunrise and the house is Sounds sitting... Sounds like a sativa. Sounding... <laughs> it's what you had, a sativa. I'm sitting in the parlor room of this cl- of this uh, cliff in this house uh, and watching the sun come up. And everybody eventually gets up and we all start smoking in the morning. 
after eating breakfast. Wake and bake. Yeah, it's the best. It, and so the morning, the morning, the morning consisted. Actually, the morning was more memorable than the night, and I'll explain why. Because the host's mother, I was less high, so the I host's remember. mother, I think, was probably okay with her kids getting high and like other kids getting high with them, and so she made us all breakfast, which was fucking badass and awesome. Secondly, Jacob had laser discs. And so we were getting baked, eating Wait, breakfast, and laser watching discs, and watching a too. Michael Jackson best of music video laser disc. I had that one. To the youngins that might be listening to this show, a laser disc is like a record but it's with like video a, on nah, it. It's like a compact disc record. Oh, fucking great. I had that's them. What I, I, I invested a lot of money in that shit. In laser disc? Yeah, I thought it was going to really take off. Uh, you you thought <laughs> you and most... right at one point, you and the A-track, right? No, oh, yeah. my God, don't don't get me started. You know, laser and that actually did really well. Yep. <laughs> Commodore 64 did Mega well. Drive. You are wrong about that one in your, your no, history. It did quite well. Terrible. Um, anyway. <laughs> where is it today? Um, Like with where is all the computers from that era today? In my fucking pocket. Okay. Anyway, to conclude, basically, that... that morning was wonderful and i walked back in the snow maybe about half a mile through the woods back to my house oh, because it's peaceful well you know if you're from woodstock i i guess like this is what it's supposed to be it's about peace love hugging trees smoking weed and uh you know walking back home and not having to drive home i think the fact that i had an advantage uh, I can only imagine what would have happened if I was growing up in the city and, you know, dealing with being high and trying to get home. But I was very grateful that I didn't have to be that far away. So my parents didn't need to pick me up. I could just simply walk through. And it was a very unusual circumstance that I had been in to be able to just walk myself back to the house. That was rare because all the other parties were with kids that went to my school who were like 30 minute drive away or something. So I, I got back into the house. My parents were giggling like uncontrollably as they saw like the fact that I could not protect the fact that I was high and they were like did you have a good time like they're like "Uh, did you have a good time and I was like were they high too I don't think so but I think they had a good like radar for it nice so I think my mom might have known I was high she definitely did you're a polishing brass my daughter's high I know I'll get her to do chores (laughs) she'll enjoy I'm just like all right (laughs) I'll polish this breast. Here, do this meni- this um, menial task for the next two hours and then take a nap on the couch. <laughs> the Pretty first, much what happened. <laughs> the first yeah, time I got high, it wasn't like I got high, but it was beautiful. Um, I was 13, so it wasn't that long ago. And there was a guy that looked like <laughs> Kurt Cobain, which uh-huh. I'm obsessed with the 90s culture. So I liked this. Um, and, uh, and we were all like on a beach in Mykonos and uh, we smoked. And it was beautiful, but I don't like I feel like it was more surreal, but it was also just like we had been up all night. So I don't know if I was high so much as like exhausted, tired. Yeah, you weren't high. You were just exhausted. Oh, yeah. Being exhausted is so mature. It was so beautiful. Yeah. I'm 13 and so mature. I'm I'm an adult who's just (laughs) super tired. That actually is the most adult thing that you could have done at 13 is just be super tired. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great because I have chronic fatigue. So it worked out. I was always adulting. (laughs) Um, but then I quit uh, smoking because I went through this whole like, I'm a different person and I'm not going to smoke drugs because uh-huh. then I'll wind up homeless because I got really paranoid smoking. Wait, wait, wait. You think that you thought that smoking pot would just make you homeless? Yeah. You know, because like, I, I didn't know like, any better. Yeah. Like you smoke homeless. drugs. It's a gateway drug. So, uh, cardboard box. Yeah. Instant cardboard box. Yeah. Was this, was this, a, was this a, the like influence of dare? Cardboard box. 
What? Yeah, just maybe. The influence of Dare in Who your knows? school system. Um, it could hey, have also Catherine, just been the you know paranoia in the school system? of getting high, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I quit. I quit because I was like, no, I can't do that. And then uh, one day I realized that my life, if you were to observe it from the outside, you would see a person who's already a stoner because I wasn't doing anything that I needed to do. So I was uh-huh. like, fuck this shit. If I'm going to live the high life, I'm going to get high too. So um, I hung out with this guy after a show and he's like, do you want to smoke? And I'm like, all right. And I like got really high. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I'll try your drugs. Uh, do, can we bang after? No. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So, so I like lived this life of like, I'm never getting high again. Uh-huh. Cause it's bad and bad people get high and I didn't drink and like, oh. yeah, I was like really straight laced it up tight. So um, cute. Yeah. <laughs> so, so cute. <laughs> Look at how far you've come. Buddy. How far I've <laughs> fallen. Yeah. So um, the moment I got high, like the moment I smoked it, th- there were these girls that like came in and I'm like, can they leave? Cause they're not high. Like I instantly snapped back into like a person who just wants to be high. Um, and I was like, they need to go because they're like harshing the mellow in the room. And uh, and then the Did next you thing, say harshing the mellow. I don't know. I may have. I may <laughs> have uh, as a joke. <laughs> it's the first time I've been high in a long time. I know. I'm just going to use all like 70s, 70s <laughs> hot lingo. Hot slang. I've yeah. seen that 70s yeah, show. Harshing the mellow. Man. Is it any wonder that harsh mellow could, it has no difference than marshmallow? Like you could say like marshmallow harsh Let's all just sit around this fire and roast some marshmallow. Yeah, exactly. We're going to get real, real talk. (laughs) What is that voice? I don't know. Hey, guys. We'll find out next week when they host. Hey, how's it going? You're going to... Hello, you're coming live and direct from the dungeon. Uh, If you want to call in, it's 718-928-9732. This is our sexy radio voices. Hi. I have a cigarette during sex. I have a cigarette in my mouth right now. There's a hedgehog in the studio. Ooh, there is a... There actually is a hedgehog in the studio. There's a prickly in my pants. (laughs) How did did she get in there? (laughs) She likes to burrow. She likes to burrow. What about you, Greg? Do you have one? I'm not even done. My shit's about to get crazy. Yeah, yeah, so so now I'm like upset that these girls are in the room with us because they're not high. And I'm like, they need to fucking get high or leave. Um, and then eventually like I leave and I go down to the, to, um, the subway. My friend walks me and there are people outside of a bar fighting and I duck for cover cause I knew they were going to shoot us to death. And he's like, this is a story that doesn't happen that often. <laughs> uh, I'm not, what saying, year was this though? Like not even that old. It was not, it was, safe. no, she's not going to answer that. You, you, <laughs> you, if you think she's going to answer I that, you do trying. not know I Catherine. Keep trying. <laughs> oh, that was really sly. They call me, they call me Prince Valiant straight out of the comics. <laughs> they call me Prince Valium. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I was like, oh no. And I like ducked for cover. And my friend's like, look, I live here. You're safe. Like, I can't guarantee that nobody on the planet has a gun, but like, you're probably statistically safe. Let's just go. And I'm like, okay, fine. So then I go down. And then I walk to the turnstile and two guys come out and then I turn around and then I walk back up completely aware that I've gotten through the turnstile and I'm headed towards the train. I then go up to the platform in my mind and I'm like, oh my God, there's more fighting. What the fuck is going on? I got high and the whole world turned it like Hades. Um, And then uh, I realized, no, I'd somehow managed to turn around on my way from the stairs to the turnstile 
and walk back up to the fight that I had just been scared of. Oh, no. (laughs) You fucking idiot. (laughs) Straight up. And then the next day, I was still fucking high. How? And this happened three days ago. It was. This is the type of thing that would happen to you now. Yeah, I know. This is not a story that is uncommon in Catherine Dunn's life. Yeah, so then I went to my friend, and I'm like, I'm still high. How do I not feel high all the time? And he's like, the trick to not feeling high all the time is to be high. All the time. time. I like your friend. Yeah. Uh, Also, the trick to not feeling high all the time is to just not smoke pot. That's another. I mean, just you know. Yeah, that's that's unreasonable. I'm just saying that's another thing you could have done. Have you ever been high, Greg? Sure. Tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I don't really act much different um, when I'm drunk or anything like that. Oh, you get the rage and smash things? No, I'm exactly the same as I always am. So no one can ever tell, and I I can tell, and I'm the only person that can tell, and then it's done. That's how I am with the most things like that. Just like sex. Just like sex. I'm done, and then it's over. (laughs) Are Uh you really not going to tell us the story? No. Wow. No, no, no. Wow, fuck you. Have you ever, but you have tried? Smoke pot? At some point in my life, yeah. But I haven't really, I don't really smoke pot. But but let's say you never even tried when you were in high school or middle school? Oh no, that wasn't definitely after college when I the first time I smoked pot. Yep, not a really interesting like story here. That's why I'm not telling a story because it's not interesting. I brought this. Oh, she's what? got a drug test. Yeah. Uh, so this drug test would be if I use this drug test. We're doing it right now. I don't know. We could do it now, I've or we ne- do it on the seven I've o'clock. N- yeah. Never had to take a drug test. This so is the, a dollar store marijuana drug test. If I don't pass the dollar store marijuana drug test, it's either a faulty test or. It's because I am sleeping on Catherine Dunn's couch. And she just smokes kapot like all oh, day. All day, every day. Yeah. I don't even know where I get it. I don't, I don't know where you get it either. <laughs> I don't know where I get mine. Yeah. Um, but let me know if you guys need like a, a reference. Um, I don't know anything. Yeah, me neither. Uh, there was a time, bringing up the thing that you said about paranoia, where I was drinking with a boyfriend in Delaware and I wasn't smoking pot at the time. This is during this period of time where I really wasn't smoking, but I'd started drinking because I was dating a guy that drank. Sure. And like it just started drinking more, you know, just socially. And then it got out of hand, um, wound up in the hospital because of a kidney problem. But that's another story for another time. So we're in Delaware and these guys are like, do you want to come back to our dorm? Because these people had like graduated and still kept like uh, an apartment near campus. They were those guys. Like, you know, those guys that exist. Um, and, yeah. uh, and like, you go into the bathroom. We'll never know. Checking on your baby. Okay. So, um, so these guys like invited us to their, clearly they've graduated and they have no business still being around campus, but they met us at the bar and brought us back. And the next thing I know, there's like pot being, uh, given out. And I don't remember if it was a bong or a joint or what. But I took it because my boyfriend and I looked at each other like, well, when in Rome. Um, and then I instantly got paranoid high, which is why I had quit originally because I got like too paranoid. So your entire life that I've known you. You know, I don't see this paranoia. I see this precaution. Uh, Catherine Dunn is the most paranoid person I know. Not uh, true. You're you stealing think, my rubber band. You think a person is going into your apartment when you're not home and moving things around. Just the rubber re- bands? It's not me when I'm high. It's someone you know, else. Get, no, the, no. the reality is that you just don't remember things when you're high or drunk. No, no. I would not bring Altoids into my home. How the fuck did they wind up 
in my maybe, drawer. Maybe one of your other friends brought them. No, who goes into a house and puts Altoids in a cupboard? Not a random person off the street. Why would they? They stole nothing. They just gave you Altoids. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's deep. I, I was I trying to get me psychologically. the train and your breath was hot, so I stalked you to your house. Yes. And left a little trail. Maybe. Maybe that's what all, it's about. All I'm saying maybe, is... Maybe that's why they tried to burn my house down with my stove because of how hot my breath was. Or <laughs> your cat jumped on the stove and turned it off. And then she bought Altoids? No, yeah. the Altoids, we, I can't explain, but it's not a person going into your apartment. That, first of all, no one wants to be Could in be. your apartment. Yeah. No one wants to be in your apartment. Fair. And also, how would they find the kitchen? They'd have to walk over a bunch of stuff. No. Yes. <laughs> There's a path for my dog. Yeah, okay. There was other stuff, too. I just don't remember. Who keeps breaking my toilet? I don't know. You have a lot of weird friends. Yeah, this like kind of, you. This kind of reminds me of when I was in college and had my room uh, uh, very, uh, uh, what's the word, modestly, very um, um, almost unseen stuff taken out of it every now and again. And like roommates of mine at the time who were scumbags had keys made for, of my door key. Mm-hmm. To get, we all lived in like a, an apartment together, and it was a four bedroom, and all the rooms had locks. Sure, they how for whatever reason somehow managed to get a, a copy of the key to my, um, they, they, my key and made copies so that they uh, were going into my room without me knowing and like taking stuff out and like seeing if I would notice. That's so they were like they were like gaslighting you. Yeah, they were basically setting it up so that they could steal some expensive stuff. I guess eventually I they take the take the I, tiny I, stuff. I don't think they were. Yeah, I think they were just setting, like taking tiny stuff. They weren't like trying to take anything like that noticeable. Like they weren't trying to steal the computer, but there was a definite like pattern where they were, they were just like trying to fuck with me, which sucks because like the, er, the earlier in that year in this semester uh, fall semester when I went away for a uh, Zen monastery retreat back home in Woodstock, uh, like Mount Tremper area. I was feeling like so peaceful, just like Elsa was saying before, you know, like the first time I got high, I was very peaceful. I was trying to find that energy again and be able to like go into my college studies and be somewhat more, uh, you know, comfortable and not stressed out. And then I come back to my room in Ithaca, New York, open the door and 200 pounds of crumpled up newspaper was waiting for me in behind the door. How'd you know you weigh it? Would you just eyeball it? I mean, it fell out of the door immediately. So, yeah, like, but she was asking. Uh, I just know I am not a fucking woman. You said oh, what, what? did you say? How did you know? Did you weigh it? Was two? How did you know it was two hundred pounds? Oh, they told no, they, they told me, but it was just like the entire to like. Is a prank? Yeah, it was a prank. While it was gone, like everybody like pitched in and like went all I don't across think the your campus. Friends like you? Nah, no, they were they were not friends. They were we were just like. Uh, de facto, oh, we need a place to live. Let's all live together. And he could be the good shit on roommate. Like, that was like a legit thought about how I would be. Yeah, you always need one. Well, I, I, I must admit, I haven't really lived with many guys. The only time I ever lived with guys after this experience was in Astoria myself when I was living there. And those guys actually were totally like mature and angels compared to the people that I had to live they with. They say in women are shitty, dude. I don't know. I think everyone's shitty. I think that's like a weird thing. Like people guys say, do a lot of ball stuff. You guys get 
gay when you fuck with each other. It's like <laughs> I wasn't. Yo, I was just, I, uh, yeah. Honestly, I had my radio show. I had Put my your dick on it. Put your nuts yeah. on his face. Let's take a picture of him sleeping with your nuts on his Tea face. Yeah. I think I was yeah. being punished I mean, because I didn't want to be drinking Milwaukee's so best gay. and watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force all the time. I got I got dick stuff. Nice. I've done I've done some dick stuff. Yeah. I had a really. <laughs> Statement's funny. No, I'm just saying. Okay, well, because, you know, as a lesbian, sure. as, as a masculine lesbian, I have I have two dicks, actually. A soft and a hard? No, a big and a small. Just nice. Depends on what, what you're in the mood for, you know? Uh, but uh, the thing was, I got, to, I got to pull it out recently. You know, it's kind of difficult it, being a comedian with, with a dick right now. And uh, and, <laughs> and exposing said dick. Uh, sure, I had a I had a photo shoot uh, for uh, Them Magazine. You, you guys heard about Them Magazine? Sure. Them or Zen? Them. Them. As in they them. They them. Got it. Yeah, it's like the con. Well, it is the Condé Nast publication. It's like uh, Vogue for for gay folk. Yep. And um, wait so- a minute, Vogue's not gay. Hold on. Not everyone's gay. Joey, listen. It's very simple. Pronouns have come a long way. Yeah, and I'm not a I'm not a they them, but uh, you know, gender nonconforming. You know, I, I I still use she her pronouns. I let folks use they them when it just feels comfortable for you. Like you do that. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> you do you. But uh, they 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 we did a photo shoot for them, um, and they cast me in it for um, uh, where have all the butch women gone? Right, because there's. Uh, you know, with so many people transitioning, who who's who's not right? And it's like you know, butch women haven't gone anywhere. So they so they have this photo shoot, and they ask us to bring you know outfits, whatever makes you feel comfortable or whatever. And you know, we might even do underwear. So bring a couple of different types of underwear, and then like as like a PS at the bottom of the thing, they were like, if you have any uh, gender affirming things that you wear, you're um you're a uh, the the binders to hold your breasts down or if you if you wear uh if you wear a strap on or anything like that and i was like are they asking me to bring my dick asking me to bring my dick i'm like i have to clear it with with the woman first you know i gotta clear it with my, with my girlfriend like <laughs> can i like, show my dick do i do i get to bring my do i show my dick <laughs> and she was like yeah i guess if you want to so I was like, yeah, I kind of want to bring my dick. Like, <laughs> how many times do you get to like bring your dick? You how know? many times like, do you actually get to say that? Like, I'm going to bring my dick to this photo shoot. Exactly. I so um, bring my dick. So they, I get there and they put me in hair and makeup or whatever. And at first I was a little hesitant about hair and makeup because also it was like a really big gay white man. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, can he do makeup for a black woman? And also for someone who doesn't want a lot of makeup. Can like, he don't, do that natural? Yeah, like natural thing. Don't send me out there, you know. Looking like a porn star. Looking like a porn star. <laughs> like, do my makeup so I look good on camera. I don't want to look but very... But not unlike myself. Yeah, not yeah. unlike myself. Just, just do him a little bit, right? And uh, it was it was amazing. Like, he like massaged my face and my lips and my eyes. It was it was great. Oh. Was, yeah, it was really cool. And he was big too, so I was a little afraid too. A bear. But yeah, like a big bear sort of guy too. And I'm like, whoo, you've got big hands. But um, <laughs> we we jump into it and it was good. So like, they get me on set and then they I go in the outfit that I had on, and then um, 
we do a change of outfit and in between the change i do my underwear i do the change of outfit and then like it feels like we're starting to wind down and i was like well i did i did bring my dick anybody like, want to see it i don't know if we were um uh just, <laughs> i excuse me uh you asked if I could, if I should bring my dick. I brought it. I brought it. I did bring it. And so, <laughs> like, but, that, but by that point, I'm like, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm actually kind of excited. So I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm ready, right? And she says, okay, well, go and put it on over top of your underwear, right? And so while I'm just off to the side behind some curtains, like, putting my dick on. Was it on, the big one or the little one? Oh, it was the big one. Yeah, it was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring my dick. Oh, yeah, you don't, you, you don't bring oh, yeah. the little yeah. dick to a yeah. photo shoot. Little dick. Nah, you yeah. bring the big dick to the photo shoot. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I'm behind <laughs> the curtain. She's like, okay, everyone. She's talking to everyone. Said. She's like, this might be, we're going to go into like a very sensitive part of, I, I just need everyone to be on their best behavior. And I'm like, oh no, it's going to be all good. Board. Like, Jumping board. I'm like, this is going to be fun. Like, <laughs> and I like come from behind the fucking uh, curtain. <laughs> And my dick is swinging. It's just the best thing ever, right? Nice. And um, we're, just and someone like, being ass slap, slap, slap. I'm swinging it, and like everyone's trying to keep a straight face, and I'm like, no, you guys, like let's have a good time with this. But so the shoot, they the shot a they want to do straight face on a gay shoot. No, oh. the shot they want to do is they want to get from like a like a slow reveal. So they're gonna go from my feet up my legs, and then boom, dick, right? Like, <laughs> bam, bam. But like, here's the thing. I can see myself on the monitor over there, so the camera's slowly panning up. It's so up. distracting. Yeah, the, the camera's slowly panning up, and then they stop on my knees, and she's like, cut, and I realize, oh, I'm ashy. Like, oh, my knees are so makeup. dry. She's like, cut, moisturizer, and, like, the big gay Good. man. Good, she had your back. Yo, he, the big gay man comes rolling in from the side, Slides in on his knees. <laughs> oh my god! And just like, <laughs> and just starts rubbing lotion in on my knees That's with awful. my dick, like just nice and glorious <laughs> in right his above face. His head. And it's so. This is a story for the. Ages. And I'm just like, yes, please get all everyone's cameras. Like, get a shot of this. Yes. I was like, is this reparations? This feels like reparations. <laughs> I think this is reparations. Yes. Every day of my life, if I could just get a white man to rub lotion into my knees while my dick covers, <laughs> while my dick covers above his face, <laughs> looming, like yes, that's, it's, I was like, is this how men feel? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got. I was like, this is why they pull their dick out because this is, oh man, this is great. <laughs> I kind of get it. Yeah, no, I I got it after the first time. None of those shots made it. No! Did you get to keep them? I knew it. Did they give them to you? None of yeah. They sent me a couple of the okay. shots, but none of them made it into the. They just wanted me to pull my dick out. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a this is harassment at the, at they the highest level. They just wanted to exploit me. Yeah, Aww. for your. They wanted to see your dick, but I loved it. It was great. Yeah, jokes on them. I jokes like being exploited. Yeah, jokes on them. I enjoyed it. I love that. Yeah, no, I, I, the first time I ever fucked a guy with a strap on afterwards, I was like, I don't want to call him. I'm like, oh, this is what men feel like. Why? Why mm-hmm. do I feel this way? No, I, I think know. that's just how you are. No. I think that's you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's a you thing. I think that's Maybe. a you thing. If a guy thing. lets you fuck him in the butt, you got to keep him. Yeah. You I mean, I definitely him. went back. Yeah, see, you sure did. <laughs> you sure did. Yeah. I think every time, like, there's two situations for you. You're either, like, obsessed with a person who's not interested in you. 
Or you want to get away from a guy who's perfectly nice and probably good for you. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so these There's are the. No There's a third. Wait. There's a third situation. You allow a person who's a psychopath into your life, and you just tolerate them. That's most of it. That's most of it. That's most of my uh, <laughs> my situations. Yeah. You you're very tolerant of crazy people. Ah. Psychopaths are exciting. They are. They really are. Yeah. The ones As that a, most of the psychopaths she's with are just lame. Most crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. They're always crazy, crazy in the bed, crazy in the head. I fucking love it. Yeah, I like that shit. Don't name any names. No, I won't. But Chloe's the fucking craziest. <laughs> Let me fucking tell you. God damn. <laughs> that one was thrown underhand. Um. Fuck you. <laughs> I like a touch of crazy. Yeah. Keeps it spicy. I like touching crazy. No, we're um, not talking about touch of crazy. We're talking about psychopaths. Full-blown psychopaths. Yeah, people that she has your restraining orders against. I think, uh, oh, <laughs> maybe not restraining order, but I, I can say that I am probably the reason why a couple of exes drink. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I can, you should write that. That needs to be like the first line of your memoir. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm, I hate to say it, but... but uh, yeah. <laughs> I have I haven't always been the woke feminist that I am now. Sure. In 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 the past emulating men, I've been a fuckboy. So oh. fuck fuck gal. I don't know how that goes. I don't know. You can just call fuck, fuck boy, boy with an I. A fuck them. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> them. I'm, yeah. Fuck, I'm a fuck babe. Yeah. No, I, 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 I really oh, like fuck boy with an I. It's like fuck boy. I like that. <laughs> I think Flav yeah, I think Flav Flav is a fuck yeah. boy. I've been a fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but getting back to that high thing. Uh, so now I'm in this fucking just not even frat because they're they're all graduated. I go to the bathroom. I notice that the bathroom doesn't lock. Oh, no. And I'm like, they rape in here. This bathroom is for rape. Just it's rape just bathroom. a rape bathroom. Oh, and I'm no. like, that's what they do. They get drunk girls to come in here to pee. And then they just open the door and they rape them. And I don't know if there's any truth to this. If I was... Just high paranoid. Well, okay, paranoid is probably true. One time you told me that there is no such thing as paranoia, just intuition. And I said, what are you fucking talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I always wonder if weed wasn't illegal, would paranoia be a thing? I think so. I think that it's just... Uh, um, like if some they could like somehow breed it if, out? No, like if weed wasn't legal, I mean, I mean if weed wasn't oh, illegal like and there wasn't a social stigma about it, would we freak out? I don't think there's a social stigma, but yeah, it is illegal. So there's, there's a this, social like, stigma. There's definitely a social stigma. It's not in my a, circle. A, a weakening one for sure. But yeah, I do think that I do think stigma. that I know a lot of people that smoke a lot of pot and a lot of them are paranoid about things that have nothing to do with getting caught smoking pot. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not planning on being a parent anytime soon. Really, like, nobody I, ever I, plans that. I'll tell nah, you, nah, 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 nah. it's everywhere. I, 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 hate I it. hear that. <laughs> I hear you loud and clear, Joey. Um, disclaimer is <laughs> saying pull out. Disclaimer is is that I've been living in New York for twelve years. I've been married Get for a third of that, and I have at this juncture no desire while I'm living in New York to be a family man. If I'm going to do that, I'm going to move upstate. But my question for the group is. If you were a parent, how comfortable would you be with your with your kid smoking weed? And if so, how old would they be? However old they are when they discover it. Yeah, I, you know, I have. Um, to... I'd put I'd put rules around it. You know? Really? Yeah. Like what? If I'm gonna be cool with you smoking, I don't want you smoking all over the world. Smoke at the house. <laughs> Smoke on the weekend, and your grades got to be good. 
don't bring a whole bunch of people through the house. I don't want to be like the, the house. That, that house. You know, I don't want to be that house. You know what I'm saying? I was that house. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your grades up. Smoke on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you. Don't take weed to school. Don't smoke all over town. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's some rules around it. Whatever age is what I mean. I'd prefer you be over 15. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I really wouldn't encourage it prior to that i don't know I think, there's, I, think, I think there's a scientific reason for that though because like if you do it too young you could have like it, it, it messes yeah. it messes with puberty for sure it definitely messes with puberty. um so i, I don't know 15 i don't i don't know i think that uh i don't know the answer to that because i'm not sure i'm gonna ever have kids and i don't know what my and i don't smoke pot and so like it's not like we're doing any kind of like uh activity that might be considered no drinking at all I really don't want. I really don't. I'd rather my kids not drink. My parents didn't want me to ever smoke a cigarette. They were totally fine with me smoking weed, but they never wanted me to smoke. They're a cigarette. They're not wrong. I think yeah, that. I same. think well, I in some ways, thing. I think that that's significantly worse. Cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. There's Absolutely. no benefit. To oh it. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you could argue that it makes it, it, no. It, well, whatever. Because anything you argue scientifically, it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. So like, oh, it, it calms me down, but it's a stimulant. Like it doesn't make. No, sense. no, 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 no. It, you're not wrong about that. It's but there, it, there are there is proof that that stuff has a, a, a effect for a short period of time, but in the long term it does the opposite. Right. So it's don't routine. do it. It's yeah. ritual. It's yeah, routine it's and ritual, ritual but it's yeah, so not do true it. scientifically. Oh yeah, I'd be I'd be while more I, pissed with a kid who was smoking cigarettes. Do you smoke cigarettes? Yes, I do. I didn't know that. That's smoke, new, right? You quit every now and then. I, I've when, smoked cigarettes on and off my entire life. Yeah. When did you first have a cigarette? When is the first time you had a cigarette? Again, maybe thirteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but not because of peer pressure. No. No. Yeah. I was the peer pressure. My mom. Had, my mom was smoked growing up, but by the time I was smoking cigarettes, she had quit. It was the other kids around me who were first smoking and discovering cigarettes, and I wanted to be cool. Um, I smoked cigarettes on and off as a teen, and then. Then weed came through, and so those came went together. I didn't start drinking a lot until later on as a teenager, mm. young adult. And then I had a really quick problem with drinking, so I've I've gone on and off with drinking. I'm yeah. I'm in uh, recovery now. I go to the therapist. I do think that uh, seeing your parents as a modeling tool for does affect whether or not you be willing to do that stuff. Because yeah. I um my parents. My parents are very, very like straight laced people and they didn't, they gave up drinking the entire time their children were in through high school. So they didn't, they, they didn't, I didn't see them drink, but except for like once or twice on vacation until I was in college. Um, and, uh, they, they just gave it up completely and I didn't drink till I was 27. So Holy like, fuck. so like, uh, and, I and I was, that. and I was around, fr- <laughs> I was around friends who drank and I was fine hanging out with them while they were drunk. I didn't care. Um, but I think that the fact that I had no, I just didn't have an interest in it, I think has a lot to do with that modeling. Yeah, definitely. Because I have a lot of friends who like do Coke and I'm like, no interest in that. Have you tried it? Have I tried it? I've never tried it. I've tried it once. And I'm just like, meh, that's not a good feel for me. What? Well, what's so funny is that when you go to a party and you, I mean, whether or not you're susceptible to peer pressure uh, or have addictive personality, um, the those sort of go hand in hand and then if you're somebody like me who just wants to be around people but doesn't have that addictive personality you could just be successful at trying on something at your own leisure and not feel like you have to compete so like i never got drunk in high school up until like maybe senior year and that was the first time i'd ever gotten that drunk and smoking weed was whatever i never smoked a cigarette 
but the peer pressure that could have certainly come, especially with seeing my peers constantly smoking cigarettes. I felt like every time we went out to eat, I was going and seeing people at the uh, Red Oaks Mill in Poughkeepsie, New York, where everybody would go and they'd drive for 45 minutes away from the school for the lunch break. And it would be like, oh, no, you too? Another person smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I felt like, well, wait, am I left? Am I the only person left who's not smoking cigarettes I, I in never- my high school? What were you say? I, I live in a lot of states, and I have, like, seven or eight. Um, and I find that the social stigma of smoking cigarettes is so much less in New York than any other place I've lived. Yeah, there are places where, like, if you smoke, you're a leper. Yep, and that's true and in actors, most of the South. like, on stage, especially, like, like when you're working in film and stuff, yep. like, the actors are just like, oh, get away from me, you disgusting yep. human being. Yes, um, that's very true in, in the South. Uh, and, like, Atlanta's a big film film town. If you started, if you went out to smoke a cigarette, they'd be like, oh, you're, you're ruining your voice. Yeah, they, and they have things to say about it. Like in New York, people don't say anything. But it was never for me uh, p- pressure, like peer pressure, because I was the peer that was the pressure. Yeah. I just always wanted to be the problem. <laughs> like I just wanted problem. I was like, let's do bad things. It was always my bad idea that people would would go along with. And like that's not surprising to me at all. Yeah, I mean, you're you're modeling from your parent uh, <laughs> is not exactly the. Uh, the don't do bad things type thing, right? No, no. I, I feel like my mom's logic has always been insane. Like my dad's logic was smoke pot in front of the kid. Yeah. Like, let's just be honest. And my mom instilled in me honesty is more important than all that other bullshit. Um, so it's like when I was young and I'm like something about sex, she's like, well, please try not to lose your virginity before you're 16. But whatever, I can't stop you. Like that was her like thing. And that's because she lost it at 16. That's why it seemed like a normal. Yeah. Her benchmark is herself. Yeah. Uh, that seems like every story about your mother. Her benchmark <laughs> is herself. Yeah, Everything is about her. Uh, you can't. You, if, you, if she loses her virginity before 16, she'll beat me. Uh, I don't. I, she, I can't have my daughter beat me. I don't know. I, I didn't I mean, realize I it was my benchmark <laughs> is myself, too. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want my kids doing it. Not because I don't want them to beat me. I'm just like. Eh, I probably was doing that too soon, so don't do it before I did it. Yeah, yeah no, don't no, no, do no. What I did. Yeah, yeah I regret my. Choice. Yours is more like a responsible parent thing, yeah. whereas her mom is everything. You is don't know. Yeah. You every, don't know. Every if story about your mom. Right, if I'm living upstate and I have kids and they're and, and you know coming back, walking to the house high at like 15 or 16, I'll be like, that's the way it should have been. Yeah, live by the what, example. It's like. Like, like again, it's like, what is the rest of your life like? You know, yeah. like, are you stoned and never going to school? Are you stoned and like, because then I got him like, what am I doing here now? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. something I'm doing. So, yeah, that's just kind of how I look at things. Like, I, th- I think in Take general, a holistic approach. I think that you have a good mentality on what whether, what you do with a kid because I think keeping them in school and all that stuff was going to get them like life opportunities. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, I mean, and I want you to understand that you can enjoy life yeah you, you know there's you, the boogeyman is not going to come down on you because you smoke weed there's no yep. such thing as a permanent record but also it's what you're doing now will set you up for the future so be responsible smoke weed and make sure your homework's done and, every day and do your athletics or your extracurriculars you know yeah and, like my favorite accomplishment at work was knowing that i could come in high and do the morning work yeah yeah know what you can do elsa where can we find you uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elsa, just Elsa. Check out my new project, High Bible Stories, on Facebook. Nice. Just type that in, High Bible Stories. Is it drunk history, but exactly yeah, High Bible Stories? We're nice. smoking weed. We're reading the Bible. Awesome. 
Where can we find you, Alon? E-L-A-N-N, all spelled out on Twitter and on Instagram. Find my girl Fiona. Hold the Fiona. I love Stay her. Stay tuned.